What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's up, y'all? Welcome in uh, to another day and to another edition of the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks hanging out with you here today, flying a solo here with you. And a short little show for you here on a Trust Show Radio because uh, coming up here in a matter of minutes, in less than 17 minutes or so, is a St. Louis Cardinal baseball as they'll be kicking us off of the air here coming up at 11.20. And uh, so uh, I'll continue the conversation. I'll get to what I can here in the uh, little time that I have with you. Uh, but I'll definitely be hitting on some more local sports in the pod of baseball and a softball from yesterday. Today's action don't look like it's going to happen due to the weather that has rolled in here this morning. So uh, we'll take a look at the schedule anyways and tell you what is supposed to be played today here on this wet Wednesday. Hey, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. And it's also April 5th, 2023 as well. Also hit up on uh, some other national sports as well. NBA wrapping up their regular season this weekend and uh, some uh, teams clinched at least a playoff berth. That's right. Chicago, they are in the uh, playoffs as they're in the uh, play-in tournament. I'll hit up on that as well as a team clinched in the NHL as well, and I'll take a whip around in Major League Baseball as well. What happened last night and what happened is what's going to happen tonight and this afternoon. All right, so uh, thanks for joining me here today. I don't have any time for any uh, special effects or anything of that nature because I only have a little bit of time here with you on the air today before the Cardinals kick me off of here. So uh, let's just dive right into it, all right? And, uh, you know, there's going to be a big topic of conversation coming up here in less than 15 minutes or so about the St. Louis Cardinal game, uh, not only today. It looks like the radar and the uh, rain is slowly moving out of St. Louis and the lineup card has been submitted already. We'll take a look at that here in just a second because there is one glaring omission here if you know anything about what happened in the game last night. But it looks like the weather will be all right in St. Louis to start the game as it looked like it was rained pretty good all morning there in St. Louis, but that rain is moving on out of there. So we should be having no problems with baseball getting underway here shortly. So uh, let's get in right into it. As uh, last night, uh, the Atlanta Braves, they took the second game of the series and uh, they won this one a four to one yesterday and they jumped on Steven Matz early and often as uh, the Braves got a couple runs in the uh, first inning and uh, that was off a two-run home run for the second straight day Austin Riley homers for Atlanta now this one wasn't as long as the one the other day but uh, he uh, 
Atlanta got to a Steven Matz in the first three innings, really. Uh, Arcia also homered in the uh, second inning, and uh, Murphy drove in a run there in the third inning. So it was 4 to nothing early going for Atlanta. And, uh, you know, Steven Matz, after that uh, three innings of getting roughed up a little bit, he did end up going five and a third innings. He did give up ten hits, four runs, but he did settle down after the first three innings there. So I guess that was uh, good. And uh, seven Ks as well. The bullpen for the uh, Cardinals was uh, good yesterday, and it's been good uh, here for the majority of the games, except for that opening day uh, where Toronto scored uh, 10 runs or so. So, uh, But Verhagen, he's been good this season so far in the first five games as he's appeared in three of them, and last night he went one and two-thirds innings, only giving up one hit. He's only given up three hits in his three appearances this season, and he struck out five total here in the season and he struck out a couple last night so that was nice to see that he's off to a pretty solid start in the bullpen and Palante came in didn't give up a hit struck out a batter Gallegos he only gave up a hit and he struck out two so a bullpen was good for the Cardinals last night but Steven Matz wasn't so sharp and we'll see if the Cardinals can bounce back today here as well as the bats went cold last night as well only one run uh, could be a scraped across because Mr. Uh, Dodd was on it in his uh, debut as he was uh, pretty good. Uh, five innings, six hits, only one run, and a three Ks as he kept uh, the Cardinals off balance. And it was really great pitching performance, especially on your debut, especially, you know, being from a central East Central Illinois kid. Only uh, I'd loved on the pregame show trying to explain where Bismarck was. Uh, oh, you know, you go uh, this way to Illinois, you go to Springfield, Illinois, and then you go to Champaign, Illinois, and then you go to Danville, Illinois. And it's not too far away uh, from uh, Champaign or Danville was how they described it. And actually on ESPN, it says his birthplace is Danville, Illinois, but, uh, you you know, he went to Bismarck Henny, and so uh, he had some family members in attendance last night, and he was very sharp in his uh, debut. So uh, quite impressive there for the Atlanta pitcher making his debut, and the bullpen was pretty solid as well as no runs were scored uh, there off of the Atlanta Braves bullpen as there was some traffic on the base pass, but the Cardinals couldn't get that big hit, couldn't get that clutch hit to drive anyone in and I mentioned there was uh, the lineup card has already been uh, submitted uh, for uh, today's game and uh, let's run down uh, that lineup here as a batting leadoff it's Brennan Donovan playing second base uh, second is uh, left fielder Alec Burleson third is first baseman Paul Goldschmidt batting cleanup third baseman Nolan Arenado fifth is the designated hitter Nolan Gorman in a sixth is a center fielder Dylan Carlson in right it's Jordan Walker hey my uh, pick for a dinger yesterday Jordan Walker did not get it done but hey he did get on base and I believe he's got on base in all five games uh, so far this season so hasn't sent one over the wall yet uh, and I might be done for that entertainment purposes if he it's a, it finally hits a home run it won't uh, it won't win me some entertainment, uh, but that's neither here nor there. And batted eighth is the shortstop, Tommy Edmond, and rounding out the lineup, batting ninth is Andrew Kisner behind the dish. And the uh, starter is the one that wasn't very sharp on opening day, but Miles Michaelis is going to give it a go here today. And you run through that lineup, one through nine, and one glaring omission is Mr. Tyler O'Neill. That's right, he's not in the lineup today. as He hasn't started every game for the first five, but uh, I think he sat out on a Saturday but he was not in the starting lineup today as there was some controversy in the uh, seventh inning there. And I loved that a little peek behind the curtain here. That music bed to play me in today was called Ready for the Drama. And there is some drama in St. Louis, even though we're already in, we're in only game five of 162 here, people. So I think this is kind of getting a little blown out of proportion a little bit. But uh, in the seventh inning there, uh, Tyler O'Neill was uh, put into question. Of, he got thrown out at home plate by uh, um, Acuna Jr. there. And Ali Marmol did not like Tyler O'Neill's effort rounding the third base bag there. Thought he did not give 100% hustle on the potential scoring play there. And he took 
Ollie immediately took Tyler O'Neill out of the game, and obviously he's not in the lineup here today. So uh, Ollie was uh, asked about the uh, taking of Tyler O'Neill out last night, and he said that that's not our style of play as far as the effort, rounding the bag there. It's unacceptable. Bottom line, he's being sent there is not his judgment. That's why we have a coach standing over there. Your efforts, 100% until you're told not to. So uh, the effort and not the way, not the style of baseball the St. Louis Cardinals like to play there. And Ollie made his opinion known about Tyler O'Neill's efforts last night. And Tyler was also, uh, of course, asked about this by a bunch of reporters as well. And uh, Katie Wu, she reports for The Athletic and she follows the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, she kind of paraphrased Tyler O'Neill's comments after the game. And uh, Tyler went on to say, I think Ollie was pretty blunt about it. He didn't think I gave the best effort you know I'm out here every day grinding my bleep off and every single day and trying to play 160 games those are some strong words from him so that's good to know (laughs) I love that passive aggressive uh so that's good to know (laughs) uh there from uh, Tyler O'Neill and hey it says all they need to say about uh what Ollie thought of his effort uh last night on that potential scoring play not in the lineup today, and I'm sure you'll hear about it coming up here in just a little bit, but uh, Ollie was uh, quoted today about the lineup. There's a standard here. You meet it, you play. You don't, you don't. So a uh, statement made there by Ollie Marmol keeping uh, Tyler O'Neill on the lineup. Now, I would have liked to have seen him in the lineup because I don't like this to fester anymore. You know, I guess it is good that it's a noon game, so it's basically uh, uh, not water cooler talk, but it's a uh, talk around the coffee pot this morning and uh, we don't have to talk about it for the the rest of the day and uh, wait till a six o'clock game or whatnot but uh, I was kind of hoping that this would uh, blow over with Tyler in the lineup there and he would kind of play pissed off and uh, you know hey I ticked off Tyler O'Neill. I like his chance to stay at home run today if he gets in there to pinch hit but uh, looks like he'll try to do that uh, in a pitch hitting capacity, if at all, because uh, he's not in the uh, starting nine here this afternoon. So uh, I will say that, you know, baseball is a marathon, not a sprint, of course. This is only game five of 162. So I think we're going to look about this on months from now. It'll blow over, uh, you know, hopefully today. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're going to be having an off day uh, tomorrow and traveling to Milwaukee take on the Brewers this weekend. And so hopefully uh, Tyler's back in the lineup there on Friday, and hopefully this doesn't fester uh, too much longer and these hard feelings between Tyler O'Neill and Ali Marmol. I'll just kind of blow over and just kind of we'll look at this as a, a kind of a lover's argument or a lover's fight, and we'll just laugh about it in a couple months. So uh, that was the big thing that is coming out last night and statement made today. I Ollie not putting in Tyler O'Neill, and I'm sure the pregame show will definitely have that covered as well. But just thought I'd throw my two cents in there, and maybe it was a questionable call of even sending Tyler in that situation uh, with uh, Cunha Jr.'s arm, uh, and he easily threw him out there as well. So um, either way, it's a big topic of discussion uh, around your cup of coffee here today. So. I'm sure more will be explored in the uh, pregame show, but uh, so Cardinals will try to avoid uh, the sweep here today as uh, they will send, like I mentioned, Michaelis and uh, Atlanta going through it uh, with the pitchers. As we mentioned, another uh, one of their pitchers went on the IL, and they'll send Bryce Elder out for the game today against the uh, cards so uh, that'll be coming up here in a matter of minutes here as the pregame show will begin here very shortly and i'll get into uh, the arrest of major league baseball here what i can here and i'll run it down action from uh last night as the uh, cubs they got a lot of runs late i believe 11 of their 12 runs came in the last four innings as they beat the reds 12 to a five they had a crooked number there in the seventh inning i believe it was a six run a seventh inning and uh, that gave the uh, cubbies the win over the uh, reds uh wisdom patrick wisdom he had three hits in uh, that uh, six-run seventh inning. He uh, doubled twice in uh, that uh, little uh, outburst there for the uh, Cubbies. So uh, Cubbies hadn't won since opening day. Well, they pick up win number two on the uh, season. 
against the Cincinnati Reds last night. And uh, they'll also be underway here very shortly as well as uh, their pregame show is probably already underway. And uh, they're sending out Marcus Stroman, who gave the opening day start and pick up the win on opening day. And they'll be um, opposed by Hunter Green, uh, the outstanding uh, young pitcher there in his second start of the season for the Cincinnati Reds. And let's see. Let's try to run down as much as I can here. The other thing that was a big story last night was uh, uh, the Miami Marlins, Sandy Alcantara, as he pitches a uh, three-hit shutout, and the Marlins end up winning this one uh, one to nothing. And also, this game didn't even last two hours, people. That's right. It only lasted one hour and 57 minutes. Give me more baseball games uh, like that, and people won't be complaining about the length of some baseball games. And I heard Tim Legler talking about our first take this morning about uh, playoff games lasting three or four hours. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen uh, this season. And I think it's start to have a conversation. This is not a hot take by any means, but it's time to acknowledge that Sandy Alcantara is the best pitcher in baseball. Shohei Otani is kind of in a class of his own. but And I know that Jacob deGrom is out there, but Sandy Alcantara is electric. And he was also very efficient as well. He didn't strike out a lot of people. He only had five Ks uh, last night, but he usually is a high-volume strikeout pitcher as well. And he only pitched 100 pitches, so he is efficient there in that aspect. A low pitch count there for Sandy in a complete game shutout. And like I said, that game just blew on by one hour, 57 minutes, and that is the shortest game in the majors this season. And so give me more baseball that lasts not even two hours there and shut these people up about uh, the sport of baseball taking too long. Also, uh, Kyle Schwarber, man, it would have been nice to hold on to him, right, Chicago? Well, he had his career home run number 200 last night, and uh, the Phillies, they end up getting their first win of the season. They won 4-1 to one over the uh, Yankees, and man, I, this would have been nice to know for a dinger Tuesday yesterday. Uh, Schwarber, He's two for four in his career off of Jermaine uh, uh, here for the Yankees. And those two hits were home runs, including last night. So I uh, wish I would have known that. And the one run scored by the Yankees, I don't believe it was an Aaron Judge home run. So uh, let's see here. Nope, it was a DJ LeMayu getting a home run in the uh, ninth inning uh, there. So, uh, all right. <laughs> the Dinger Tuesday off to an amazing start for Eric and I. He picked Aaron Judge yesterday. Eh. I picked Jordan Walker. Eh. Didn't happen. So we're 0 for 1 on a Dinger Tuesday's pub. Uh, we'll try to get back in the batter's box and dig in and uh, choke up on that bat a little bit and uh, hit one out next Tuesday. And like I said, only a few minutes left here for me here on a terrestrial radio and I'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast here in just a little bit before the pregame kicks me off here coming up got some local sports I'll look at some baseball and a softball action from yesterday and uh, also uh, there was a great pitching performance by uh, Mohamed Seymour yesterday uh, no no alert yesterday there for those Bulldogs so I'll take a look at that and I'll hit up on what happened in the NBA last night and take a look at what happened in the NHL as well all coming up on the away and get you set up for a major league baseball coming up here today as those studs that started on opening day for these teams will be going today so a lot of good pitching matchups including it's happy Shohei Otani day as he's back on the mound there today for the angels so uh that's all coming up here in the uh, podcast but coming up here in a, a matter of moments is st louis cardinal baseball trying to uh, salvage a game in the series against the uh, atlanta braves before uh, like i mentioned we had a day off tomorrow and then we start a, a series with milwaukee as hey they're doing pretty good at the start of the uh, season no flyover yesterday but they did whoop up all over on the mets nine to nothing and they're now four and one on the young season and they got corbin burns on the bump uh today for milwaukee they're trying for a sweep over the uh, metropolitans there who are three and three on the season 
right now. So uh, coming up here is St. Louis Cardinal Baseball, Miles Michaelis on the uh, bump for the uh, cards today. And I'm sure a lot more conversation about Tyler O'Neill and the, the game last night and why he's not in the lineup here today. So uh, enjoy St. Louis Cardinal Baseball right now. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup and welcome to the podcast of the uh, starting lineup short little show uh, for me uh, today as Eric is uh, sitting this one out and uh, coming up I talked a lot of baseball there particularly the uh, St. Louis Cardinals there I still got a little, a little bit to uh, clean up for MLB but I'll get to the other uh, national sports uh, coming up here, but I uh, wanted to hit up on uh, some uh, local sports here to uh, start off the uh, podcast as uh, today's action doesn't look uh, good of uh, starting things out, but uh, let's take a look at what happened uh, yesterday in the uh, baseball and uh, softball world from a local perspective, and it was uh, St. Anthony picking up the uh, win over Mattoon, a 13-2-3 as uh, St. Anthony got three in the first inning, five in the second inning, two in the third three and the fourth. Therefore, the Bulldogs, Mattoon's runs came in the second and the third innings. Brock Jansen, he gets the win on the mound. He goes five innings, giving up uh, seven hits, walking three and uh, six Ks as well. And he also helped himself at the plate. Home run, three RBIs for Mr. Jansen. And Weber takes a loss for the uh, Green Wave. Also, homering was uh, Levitt. He had a homer and three RBIs. And Brock Fierde also had a couple RBIs as well for St. A in the win over the Green Wave. All right, uh, let's see here. We have uh, coming up uh, also in the ATC, Altamont got the uh, shutout win over Brownstown St. Elmo by the final of a 10 to uh, nothing as it was a great pitching performance. Uh, Therefore, Altamont, uh, Jared Hamer goes Five innings, all five innings here as the 10-run rule, and he only gave up one hit. So uh, Hammer really shutting him down there yesterday. Only one walk as well and seven Ks for the Indians. They scored six runs in the bottom of the third there, and uh, Hammer keeping him down there for BSC. And at the plate, Stimke had a couple RBIs. Eli Miller had two, and Logan Cornette also had a couple Wyatt Phillips had an RBI. Hamer, he also helped himself with the plate. He had an RBI. Uh, Earhart also had one RBI. Shepard is the other guy that has an RBI for the Indians. And Stein, he takes the loss as he wore this one. As he went all four innings, gave up all 10 runs on 11 hits, and walked four and three Ks. So Altamont picks up the dub over the Brownstown St. Elmo. Bombers, right? Uh, Dietrich, they got the win over OPH, 14-2-4. It was Charleston over Nioga, 9-1. Charleston got three in the third, a six in the uh, fourth inning for their nine runs. Uh, Nioga, only run, it came in the uh, third inning, and that was an RBI by Sheehan. And Nioga only had two hits in the entire game. Uh, so uh, Charleston Bell gets the win on the mound, shutting him down. Stazak gets the loss for Indians of Nioga. It was Newton getting the win over North Clay in the Little Illini. 5 to uh, nothing, uh, shutting down the uh, Cardinals. Uh, North Clay only had two hits. I want to say North Clay didn't have, or Newton didn't have a lot of hits either. I think they only had like four or five. Uh, Newton picked up a couple runs in the first, one in the second, fourth, and a sixth inning for their five runs. Uh, but hey, they didn't need a lot of hits because Inhorn was on it on the bump. He goes all seven innings, complete game, only giving up those two hits, one walk, and a nine Ks. Uh, Booze gets hit with the loss for North Clay. Uh, Ferguson and Flowers gets credited for RBIs for Newton. It was Tatapos getting the win over Olney, and that one was by the final of 8-1. to one. When she has got a th- four runs in the third inning, three in the fifth, and then another in the sixth inning. So eight runs on seven hits, four errors 
for Alney. Uh, Gaddis gets the win on the mound for the shoes. He goes five innings, only giving up a couple of hits and striking out seven and walking none and giving up no runs as well. Uh, Seamer comes in and closes things out for the final two innings, only giving up a couple of hits as well and uh, striking out a batter and one run. Uh, there was credited to him. And uh, Redmond gets the uh, loss for uh, all the heroes. Three innings, giving up a couple hits, four runs. Only two of them were earned. Two walks and a four Ks as well. Wilson comes in in relief, goes four innings, and gives up only one earned run and strikes out four as well, giving up five hits. Uh, RBIs for the shoes. Looks like Nieberge, he had uh, three of uh, those. And uh, he had Craig get a couple RBIs as well. Waldoff gets credited for another RBI uh, there. So um, shoes picking up a, another win on the uh, spring. Uh, it was a South Vigo over Casey, 7-2. Lawrenceville, 13-9 over Sisney. And Paris with a shutout over Martinsville, 7-0. Take to go. All right. Uh, in the Apollo Conference, a couple of doubleheaders yesterday as Mount Zion sweeps the doubleheader over the Hearts, 5-3 and also a 4-1 to one as well. Let's look at the uh, box scores here, and I'll pull those up here. In uh, game number one, it was Mount Zion winning 5-3. Mount Zion picked up a run in the uh, second inning, and then FEM took the lead at 2-1, but then three runs in the bottom of the uh, fourth gives Mount Zion the lead back. They pick up another run in the sixth, and then FEM picks up a run in the seventh, but Comeback falls a little bit short there. Uh, Quest Hall gets hit with a loss for FEM. He goes three and a two-thirds innings, three hits, three runs. None of them were earned, though. A couple walks and eight Ks. Uh, Donaldson came in in, re in relief, and so did Webb as well. As uh, only, let's see, RBIs sprinkled Raditz, uh, Maxiden, and Nichols. Gets the ribs for the hearts. And Hitmeyer uh, had a couple RBIs to lead the way for the uh, Braves. Driscoll also picked up a rib for uh, Mount Zion. It looks like Chase picks up the win going six innings, three hits, only one earned run, walked four, but struck out a seven. So uh, Mount Zion took game one and in game two, it was Mount Zion picking up uh, the other victory, 4-1. to one. Uh, Mount Zion picked up a run in the bottom of the first. FEM ties it up in the top of the fourth, but then three in the bottom of the fifth is enough for the Braves to get the win here as uh, Cobra Lion gets hit with the loss in relief. He goes a couple innings, giving up those three runs, but none of them were earned and strike out one. Uh, Nichols got the start for FEM, but he went three and two-thirds innings, giving up a couple hits, one earned run, four walks, and eight Ks. And Harper also uh, came in in relief and shut down the Braves after uh, that big inning. Uh, there, Driscoll picks up the win uh, for Mount Zion. He goes six innings, giving up three hits, one run. None of them were earned. One walk and 11 strikeouts. And uh, let's see here. As RBIs, uh, Chase and uh, Spangler pick up RBIs for the Braves. And uh, FEM scored on an error. So uh, no RBIs were credited there. And the other doubleheader was Muhammad sweeping uh, the uh, DH for uh, the Bulldogs, as they picked up the win over Lincoln, 14-2-4. And we had a no-hitter alert in the uh, second game as Muhammad wins over Lincoln, 22 to nothing. So it was a short affair as um, Muhammad didn't even have to bat in uh, the uh, fifth inning. Uh, Bregman, Alec Bregman, not the Astros third baseman, but Alec Bregman had a uh, four-inning no-hitter and uh, struck out seven for Muhammad. So they picked up a couple of Apollo Conference victories uh, there. And uh, also a Taylorville beat Lincolnwood 11-2. Central Illinois Conference says runs were scored heavily uh, with Warrensburg and Tuscola. Warrensburg ended up winning 15-12. And it was Central A&M over Sullivan, 5-2. And then a matchup of two great teams in the Central Illinois. And this game lived up to the hype as Decatur St. Teresa won over Shelbyville. Walked it off, 
to one. South Central Conference it was Hillsboro over Jerseyville, twelve to nothing. Greenville twelve to eight over Civic Memorial and Gillespie eight to four over Litchfield. Lincoln Prairie, Tolona Uni got the win over Okaw Valley, 17-2. Mount Pulaski over Ala, 17-2 as well. And Leroy defeated Blue Ridge, 20-1. So uh, crooked scores there in the Lincoln Prairie yesterday. Softball from yesterday in the NTC at South Central. They shut out Altima, 5-0. It was St. Anthony all over Arcola, 19-3. 15 hits on uh, those 19 runs for the Bulldogs. They put up a six spot in the first inning. They put up four more in the second and three more in the third to lead 13-1 after three innings. And they would obviously pile on six more runs later on and go on to win 19-2-3. So St. Anthony off to a 3-1 and one start as uh, they're finally feels good to get into a rhythm of playing uh, softball again after they had a tough start to the season of trying to find games due to mother nature uh, and hey mother nature is back today as uh, the skies opened up this morning a uh, little line I all needed defeated uh, North Clay Clay City 14 to 2 it was Newton over Charleston of 4 to 3 and don't look now the Eagles are flying high to start off the uh, young softball year they're off to a 7 and 0 start and now Casey gets a lot of hype there for uh, the Little Illini Conference, and rightfully so with uh, their history. And Cartwright is a real deal. But, uh, hey, Newton, pretty good too this year. Five and two-thirds innings for Coker in the circle as uh, Newton picks up another dub. And Paris gets the win over Martinsville, 17-2. to And it was also uh, Mount Zion and Muhammad sweeping double headers with FEM and Lincoln on the softball side as Mount Zion picks up uh, the sweep over FEM. And they won game one, five to four. And game two, they won eight to four. Let's dive deeper into those uh, box scores. Then in game number one, it was Mount Zion picking up two runs in the first and a second inning. And they also added another one in the fourth. FEM sprinkles in runs in the first, third, fifth and a sixth and a lot of hits in this one so all over the softball diamond yesterday Mount Zion had 11 of them Effingham had a 12 and both pitchers win seven innings and a lot of traffic on the base pass for them uh, Harrison gets the win in the circle for Mount Zion she goes all seven innings giving up all 12 hits all four runs and striking out six Armstrong on the other side, she goes seven innings, giving up all 11 hits, three earned runs, three walks, and only one strikeout as well. So uh, RBIs credited to a Boone, Riley Cunningham, and a pair of RBIs by Jamison. And a Mount Zion, Rots picked up a couple RBIs, and a Cox is the only other credited RBI for Mount Zion. As they took game one in game two, like I mentioned, uh, they won eight to four here. As Mount Zion, they had scored each in the first three innings, two in the first and second innings, one in the third, and they also had two more in the seventh inning. A couple of insurance runs puts it away there. FEM scored a, uh, one run in the second and sixth inning, and they picked up two in the bottom of the third. And this game also had a lot of hits. Mount Zion and FEM both. 12 hits a piece and it was uh, this one as well um, Armstrong and Harrison pitching both games here as Harrison goes seven innings giving up all 12 hits again three earned runs two K's and Armstrong goes seven innings again 12 K uh, 12 hits as well and three earned runs four K's for the hearts and it was Mount Zion or it was Muhammad also sweeping Lincoln in softball two to one and 16 to 5. Lincoln Prairie Conference, it was Cumberland over Powell Hutt, 10 to nothing. Central Illinois Conference, it was Sullivan over Central AM, 4 to nothing. Meridian over Clinton, 6 to 3. And Warrensburg Latham over Tuscola, 10 to 8. South Central Conference, it was Greenville over Topolis, 8 to 7. Staunton over Lincolnwood, 15 to 5. Bunker Hill over Hillsborough, 6 to nothing. Gillespie over Litchfield, 9 to nothing. And this was the crooked score of them all. Piasaw. The birds all over North Green, 25 to nothing yesterday. So, my goodness, a lot of runs being scored there in uh, that one. And uh, local sports, 
don't have a good shot of stuff happening today. No domes around the area that I know of. So uh, expect all of these games to uh, be a postponed or a canceled uh, today. I think as of now, I only saw that uh, St. Anthony and uh, South Central were canceled as of now or postponed uh, as of now, bub. I expect none of these games to happen, bub. Uh, let's run through the schedule anyways. Illini, you got Lawrenceville out North Knox, Mattoon hosting Robinson and the Apollo, Villa Grove out Muhammad, Whitney Young at Lincoln, Charleston at Champaign Centennial, Meridian at Taylorville, Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland at Oblong, uh, Tri-County at Georgetown, LSA hosting Blue Ridge, Clint at Williamsville, Monticello and St. T in Central Illinois Conference. South Central Conference, you got Stone and Father McGivney, Columbia, Piasol, Carlinville, Bunker Hill, Jerseyville, Litchfield. Softball, you got Sullivan, Windsor, Two Straws, South Central at Vandalia, Little Illini, South Knox at Robinson, Villa Grove at Paris, Apollo, St. Anthony hosting Charleston, Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland at Oblong, Blue Ridge at Christman, Central Illinois, you got the Cola Wars, Tuscola hosting Arcola, Fisher at Clinton, South Central, Bunker Hill hosting Carlinville, and Jerseyville at Litchfield. Of course, the big one, weather permitting for these local games. But if there are any local games that happen, I will be back to uh, report on them tomorrow. All right, let's see. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's clean things up from MLB. I only had enough time to talk about a, a few games, so get to the games that I uh, didn't quite get to talk to about as uh, well, in this one, it was the Diamondbacks winning eight to six over the Padres, but I don't think that's what anyone's gonna remember about the game. As the Padres also blew a four-run lead, but a uh, big topic uh, here was Manny Machado gets caught and uh, he gets ejected because he got caught up with the pitch clock and it ended the inning as well. So uh, we saw a couple of these happen in spring training, and the first one happens for the regular season as Machado did not like getting called out on a third strike for a pitch clock violation. Uh, and Hey, it ended the inning as well. So he was upset by that Got in the umpire's face and the umpire said, you sir can take a shower early today. There in that ha, jealous, lovely San Diego weather. But we had it happen first time in the regular season. Manny Machado makes history with that. He's the first guy with the pitch clock that ended an inning there. Uh, the Rays, they're off to a 5-0 and start. Only team left that hasn't lost yet. They won big over the Nationals, 10-6. They had three homers in the ninth inning to rally past Washington there. It was the Pirates getting the win over the Red Sox, so 4-2-1. It was the uh, Blue Jays getting the win of four to one. As uh, that was their first win outside of opening day, and Whit Merrifield and his return to a KC helps his new team Toronto get the win. Baltimore seven to two over the Rangers, and uh, Baltimore calling off their number one prospect already to the big league. So uh, he's going to be coming. Very, very soon there in Baltimore. So get ready for that. Uh, Tigers pick up another win over the Astros. A 6-2, a 3. And it's Pickett-Sir Torkelson gets three hits, including a homer to power pass the Astros. It's the Mariners 11-2 all over the Angels. And Luis Castillo made a web gym last night. It was the A's, a 4-3, a walk-off style as Tony Kemp walks it off. Against the Guardians, four to three, giving Oakland the win, and the Dodgers over the Rockies, five to ten. Julio Urias, second win already of the young season, six shutout innings, strong performance for him over the Rockies last night, and the Dodgers off to a four and two start to the season. Let's take a look at action today, and uh, currently as I'm recording, uh, the Cubs and Reds are in a rain delay, so that looks like that may not happen. Uh, Rays and Nationals are also already underway. Phillies and Nationals coming up here in just a minute, and the Twins and Marlins as well starting early today. A lot of early games here on Wednesday. Pirates, Red Sox, Mets, Brewers, 
Baltimore and uh, Texas starting at one. Tigers, Astros, Giants, White Sox, Guardians, A's, all over the place with those uh, early start times. Uh, Angels, like I said, it's Shohei Otani Day as he's going up against uh, Seattle tonight and uh, Manoa on the mound for uh, Toronto. And he's going to be opposed by Zach Greinke for the Toronto and KC matchup. Dylan Cease going for the White Sox. Uh, Javier going for the Strohs. And uh, that was the uh, pitching prospect that I was uh, talking about making his uh, debut. Uh, the top prospect, Grayson Rodriguez, scheduled to be the starter for Baltimore uh, today. Uh, we also have Corbin Burns going up for Milwaukee. Kluber going for the Red Sox. Pablo Lopez for Minnesota. What a great pitching matchup there is, and we'll find out if I'm right or not, whether these guys get touched up. Like Nola, he got touched up in his first game, and he's going up against uh, Garrett Cole in that Phillies-Yankees game as not a, a good performance for Nola in his first game against the Rangers, giving up five earned runs there in that last game, bub. Uh, the Rangers roughed up the Phillies quite a lot there and so uh, we'll see what happens with the uh, Cardinals as I see uh, that the uh, game's going on behind me with the uh, Braves and uh, we'll be back to report about the MLB games that happen tomorrow all right uh, let's take a look at the uh, NBA uh, from uh, last night as the uh, regular season winding down here and the Bulls well they had uh, didn't get the win over the Hawks as Chicago fell 123-105 to Atlanta last night. But that's okay because Orlando lost, and that's all that you needed to do, a win or a loss. And the Magic, they took the L over the Cavs, thanks to Donovan Mitchell's 43 points. Cleveland won 117-113. So Chicago, stand up. You're going to the playoffs. It's the play-in tournament. You got the play-in spot all wrapped up there so uh, everything in the uh, eastern conference is a set for playoff teams he and nets still kind of neck and neck there with the uh, cutoff for the play-in as the nets only have a one game lead on the heat right now uh, for that last play-in spot uh, the top five all locked in uh, Knicks clinched a playoff spot Cavs did as well, a little while ago, 76ers there in the three spots. Celtics at the two and Milwaukee up top. They have a three-game edge over uh, the uh, Celtics uh, there. And uh, let's see. Uh, so still a little bit in doubt, I think. It's going to be a long shot for the Celtics to get the number one seed. But uh, you still got it's up uh, for grabs with the Hawks and Raptors. They're both tied there technically for the play-in tournament. Eight and nine spots there. And the Bulls will slide in at ten. They're two games back of the Hawks and Raptors. So uh, probably not a good shot of getting the nine spot. But uh, hey, Bulls are in. Start seeing red in the tournament. In the play-in tournament, that is. Other uh, things that happened, uh, Toronto, they got the win over uh, Charlotte, 120-100. to Heat over the Pistons, 118-105. to uh, Bucks, 140-128 over the uh, Wizards. Almost a triple-double for Drew Holiday. 26 points, 10 assists, but only 9 rebounds. Uh, Timberwolves, 107-102 over the Nets. Uh, 76ers, Joel Embiid makes his a strong case for MVP this season as he drops 52 points, a 50-burger last night for Embiid as they went over the Celtics 103-101. Close game. He was just assist shy of a triple-double as well. Uh, the Rockets 124 over the Nuggets, 103. Grizzlies 119-109 over the Blazers. Uh, Kings 121-103 over the Pelicans. Sabonis goes off for a triple-double. And he had 16 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. The Warriors got the win over the uh, Thunder. High-scoring affair there. Defense optional, 136-125. And Jordan Poole is pretty hot 
there in the fourth quarter as they pulled away. Outscored OKC there in that final quarter, 34-19. to Steph Curry goes off for 34. It was the Suns over the Spurs, 115-294. Spurs don't score 100 points again. Seems like it's a trend for them. And it was uh, Devin Booker having 27 points in the win. A top performer for uh, Phoenix saying that Kevin Durant only scores 18 points in the game last night, bub. Hey, Suns got the win nonetheless. In OT, it was the Lakers over the Jazz, 133 to 133, as LeBron has another game winner in OT, as LeBron goes off for 37 last night. Top performer for the Jazz was Kelly Olynyk. Uh, there. Look at the standings in the Western Conference. The Grizzlies trail the Nuggets by two games. Uh, the Warriors and Clippers have yet to uh, clinch a uh, spot yet. Uh, the Warriors currently have a half-game lead over the Clippers for the five-spot. Uh, Clippers and Lakers are tied there technically as Clippers by a tiebreaker hold it over the Lakers, but uh, they're tied uh, there. Mavs' chances of making the playoffs still up for grabs, only trailing a half-game to the uh, Thunder, and the Jazz are close to being eliminated from a playoff contention there by one-and-a-half games they trail the Thunder for the play-in spot. Uh, so uh, absolutely pivotal uh, matchup uh, tonight and pivotal matchups all over the place uh, for several teams, including the battle for L.A., trying to get into that uh, playoff spot or the play-in Lakers-Clippers tonight. So uh, that should be a fun there. Clippers are favored by three-and-a-half tonight in that one. Uh, the Nets also score off against the uh, Pistons and Knicks against the Pacers, Wizards against the Hawks, Raptors, Celtics, Bulls going up against Milwaukee, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Kings, Mavericks in the battle for LA. There are two games on ESPN tonight are Chicago and Milwaukee and the Lakers and Clippers as well. So uh, pivotal matchup for the uh, playoffs coming at you tonight. All right, let's move on here, and let's move on to the NHL. As I was wearing my Blues gear coming in this morning, they won over the Flyers last night, 4-2. Bennington goes 32 saves last night in the win. It was the Hurricanes over the Senators in OT, 3-2. Panthers 2-1 over the Sabres. Matthew Kuchuk picking up a goal. As Panthers need all the points that they can get, and they needed it because the Penguins lost. The Devils won 5-1, to one, as it was Dawson Mercy with that little hat trick for New Jersey last night. The Red Wings shut down the Canadiens 5 to nothing. Toronto 4-2 to two over the Blue Jackets. Predators over the Knights in OT, 3-2. I think the Predators are clinging on to a playoff spot or... Well, they're clinging on to playoff aspirations, I guess I should say. Blackhawks beat the Flames 4-3. to three. I think Calgary needed that one. Uh, Kraken, they are still in a wild card spot in the top spot there. They beat the Canucks 5-2. to two. Uh, It was the Oilers getting the win over the Kings 3-1 as Drysdale picks up uh, three points last night, two assists, and a goal. And the Avalanche, they won an OT, and they clinch a playoff spot. So the defending champions will be in the playoffs as Nathan McKinnon goes for three points last night, a couple of goals and an assist as well, including the game winner for Colorado as they clinch a playoff spot. So that's always exciting when you win it in OT, and then it's also a playoff clincher as well. So uh, like I mentioned that was a pivotal game for the Panthers as now they currently have the uh, final wild card spot for the uh, Eastern Conference as right now Panthers 87 points and what the Penguins lost that's 86 points so now they're on the outside looking in and uh, really close there down the stretch so uh, man that's going to be a really tight or really exciting. Uh, therefore, to see if the uh, Panthers get in or uh, will it be the Penguins. Let's take a look at the final schedule uh, here for Florida in the last couple weeks. 
of the season. Only got four games remaining. Uh, they got Ottawa, Washington, uh, Toronto, and Carolina there. And let's see, all those teams I've already clinched the uh, playoffs. At least three of the are two of the four have Washington. Yeah, they're eliminated from playoff contention. So two of the four are in the playoffs. And let's see, let's see the final remaining schedule for uh, Pittsburgh. As uh, the Islanders are also tied there with 87 points for the final wild card spot. So that's going to really come down to two of the wire for New Jersey and, or New Jersey, New York. Uh, Penguins schedule Minnesota, Detroit, Blackhawks, and Columbus. And Minnesota's already clinched. So I think the Penguins have a easier schedule there from that aspect. Who does the Islanders have left for four games? Of the regular season, well, they got the uh, Lightning coming up tomorrow, so that's a tough one. But uh, Tampa obviously already clinched there. They got Philly, Washington, Montreal, so uh, Islanders also have a super easy schedule uh, there from that aspect. So uh, I don't know, maybe the the Maple Leafs saying Panthers are or Panthers or uh, that's the football team in Carolina. The Hurricanes, maybe they're not playing for very much in the final two games, so that maybe they won't be trying as hard. But uh, Penguins and Islands obviously have the easier schedule there from that aspect. But that one's coming down to the wire. Bruins already locked into the top spot. Um, let's see. Uh, the second seed right now would be uh, Carolina. Uh, I wonder if I can see uh can't let's see here see if i can make this easier on myself uh yeah here we go kind of would be the two uh, new jersey would be the three maple leafs four rangers five lightning six and the uh, final two playoff spots under uh contention there um uh, let's see here everything uh uh, clinched as well for the Western Conference. The Knights on top, and they lead by three points over Edmonton. Kings in the three. Avalanche four. Dallas uh, five. Colorado, it's the tiebreaker there. Uh, Wild with a six. And Kraken and Jets currently with that last wild card spot up for grabs. A Kraken, they're, I'd say they're safely in. So year number two of the expansion. Seattle looks like they're in. Uh, Jets and Flames, Predators, like I said, they have an outside shot. They trail by three points of the Jets. Uh, but those are the last playoff races remaining, that wild card spot. Uh, the Jets, Flames, and Predators fighting for the final one. And the Panthers, Islanders, Penguins all up for grabs as well. Two of those three will make it in the Eastern Conference. And only... Uh, one of those three teams will make it in the Jets, Flames, and Predators aspect there. So uh, those are the matchups saying those are the races that we're looking out for for the NHL there. All right. I think that does it from a, a national sports perspective. I did see over here on this side yesterday that uh, John Elway, no longer with the Broncos as he was a consultant for the organization, of course. He did some things for them on the football field as well. You know, a couple of Super Bowls at the end. Uh, but no longer with Denver. So sayonara there. And the uh, Par 3 Challenge is underway in Augusta today as the Masters will begin uh, tomorrow as uh, one of the best Four days in all of sports, and Eric mentioned yesterday that makes you want to go out golfing today. Kind of raining on the uh, parade, and looks like that nothing really came of the uh, champions dinner uh, last night. They're all smile faces, and uh, Mr. Faldo uh, said that there was nothing really hot and spicy to report from last night's champions dinner except for the uh basil soup there or something like that but so i think it's time to move on i really do 
I mean, yeah, I know that Liv split away and everything, and they kind of made their bed, and now they have to lie in it. And what, last week or the towards the end of the two weeks ago, about the how much that the uh, Liv golfers would have to pay their contracts if they want to leave the Liv Tour. It would be two to four times the amount of their contracts, so they're basically held hostage even if they would go want to go back or doubt they would be accepted back. But I think it's time here, especially uh, for the Masters, to not talk about Liv versus PJ Tour. It's all about that green jacket uh, this week and uh, the four rounds uh, coming up and everybody out there on the practice range. We do have some uh, tee times here. Let's see here in all of these names if I can pick out where Tiger is going to tee off. That's right. He's in the group with uh, Zaner Shoffley, Victor Hovland, and that three-man group at 918. Is that Eastern? I don't know if that's Eastern time or not, but uh, bright and early at 7 a.m. Well, I hope it's uh, I hope it's not Eastern time. Six o'clock tea time would be rough. But uh, Kevin Na, Mike Weir, and Matthew McLean tee it up first. Well, actually, Kevin Na and Mike Weir uh, tee it up first. I don't know why they're uh, just a two-man group teeing up, and it's a three-person uh, uh, group. You got Fred Couples. He's teeing off at 7.36 tomorrow. Um, let's see here. Patrick Reed. He's at 8.24. I know he's a live guy. Bubba Watson, 8.48. Um, right before Tiger gets out there. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Cam Young going at 9.42. Cam Smith, he's at 9.54. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, 10.30. Uh, let's see here. Brooks Kepka, 1054. Uh, Straka, what he had a hole in one in our practice round the other day. Uh, Phil Mickelson, he's going to be teeing off at 1124. So lefty's back there at Augusta. Zach Johnson, Jason Day at 1148. Dustin Johnson at noon at 12. Wills Altoris, Colin Marikawa. They're at 12:24. Group to watch: Scotty Scheffler matched up with Homa and Scheffler, so that's an awesome group. Roy McIlroy, Sam Burns, Tom uh, Kim, one of the last three to tee it up at 12:48. And the last group out there is Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, and Tommy Fleetwood. Get the one o'clock tee time there at Augusta as the beautiful game of golf will begin there tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Uh, it would be easy if you want my picks before the tournament, actually. Uh, first players are out on the uh, course. Uh, if I would pick anyone, it would be either Sky Scheffler or the field. I would go someone with the uh, field just to kind of make it interesting. And uh, Does anyone want to see back-to-back champions? Probably not. Uh, he is the favorite to win, uh, tied with Roy McIlroy here on this one sports book. I'm looking at plus 700, uh, John Rahm plus 950, and then uh, the next odds is plus 1700 and Jordan Spieth, uh, Patrick Hanley, Justin Thomas also up there, uh, Tony Finau. Uh, man, wouldn't that be interesting if a guy like Dustin Johnson is in, in contention there, plus 2500, uh, Cam Smith as well, even though I heard from uh on get up this morning not get up it was first take uh this morning from michael collins at cam smith not playing as well as he did coming in to a last year's tournament where he was in the final day uh final grouping uh tiger uh i think he's gonna make the cup uh he made it last year he made it at riviera earlier this year uh so I would expect him to uh, at least to make the cut. We all can kind of hope for good things on Sunday and the weekend, really. But uh, I got Tiger making the cut at least. Man, this is really tough to pick a winner uh, here. What if we pick Max Homa? I know I'm uh, 
not really a closet stoolie, but I do follow do follow Barstool a lot, and they're big uh, Max Homa guys. I don't know. I I just want to see a good tournament. I don't really. I don't want to pick Cam Smith, even though I really liked his game before he went to live. But uh, I do like Zal- Zalatoris, but he hasn't really been playing uh, that well. I don't think recently. Somebody's going to come up and surprise people. What about Min Woo Lee? He's plus 6,500. Worse than, or just slightly better than Tiger. Uh, Tom Kim, Sung Woo Kim, plus 12,000. Yeah, I mean, let's not make it a favorite. Anyone but Sky Scheffler. Let's get Roy McElroy. There we go. He's going to get his first green jacket. Is that a green jacket, right? Stay on the one he had in the head, right? Well, let's get Rory. Let's pick Rory. Why not? Let's do it. And so we're riding with Rory uh, this week. But so for some uh, good golf and some good weather down there in Georgia as well. Hopefully all this rain doesn't make it down south uh, there to Augusta. Hope for a good, nice, solid tournament there. And hopefully get all the rounds in and start on time as well. All right. I think that's it. I think I've exhausted my options. All right. Come on. I know you can do it. All right. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. It must be uh, must be the weather outside affecting this this computer here towards the end of the show all right i'm gonna get out of here before something else breaks i gotta get out of here i'll be back tomorrow hopefully eric will be back tomorrow as well thanks for listening thanks for downloading stay dry out there and i'll talk to you tomorrow peace